You are now listening to Salty Southerners. Hey guys, it's Al. Just checking in on this, what is today? Thursday? Thursday evening. This may sound a little strange because I'm recording in my car. Um, I'm doing some work. Well, coming back from doing some work. And so I have some time and I want to see if we'll see the quality of recording on my phone um to see if maybe this is something that I can do more often so uh just want to check in see how everybody's doing trying to give you guys an update on life um I was really proud of my life my last podcast and no I have not uploaded the pictures to my blog maybe I can do that this weekend and I will hop on Twitter or my next podcast let you guys know that I've updated that but today I think I want to talk a little about who I want to say parenting but it's a sticky situation (laughs) that should be the title of this podcast it's a sticky situation Um, so a couple of you guys may know that I am a foster parent. Um, I currently have one child that is in foster care that I, that we are loving on. And then another child who is no longer in foster care that we love on. And, um, foster care is just a very difficult situation. Um, What I have run into recently, and I'm sure any parent, no matter if it's adoptive, foster, biological, is A, number one, explaining to people what you do. That's the number one uh, issue. But two, advocating for your kids. So right now, my oldest uh, goes to an amazing school. Actually, they both go to the same school now. And she is just smart as a whip and I want to put her in uh, a more structured educational environment like she was in last year but my but I'm limited because she has a late birthday so she should I mean she should be in pre-k three but because of her birthday she has to stay in two alternate well the two alternate class are for kids who are not potty trained and for kids whose birthdays are late. And unfortunately, that teacher, um, in my opinion, isn't following the curriculum or she's not a licensed teacher. So therefore, she does things different from her previous teacher. Her previous teacher was a licensed teacher. Well, so today when I dropped her off at school she just did not want to go and this is not normal for my kids she loves school and she cried because she didn't want to go and then of course I called called and checked up on her later and she was fine but then um she started crying again so actually right now I am driving on my way to go pick her up but um like parents how do you know you're doing the right thing like it's so hard to I don't want to be that parent that bounces from this to that to this to that searching for the next best thing I I know in some situations you have to just wait it out and see what you can make of it but for something that's so important like education or healthcare, like how do you know if you need to stick with this person or not and I think that 
a lot of us have been brought up to say or to think oh well this person has this expertise so they know all there is to know about that and I'm very much so that way up until a couple months ago when um, my oldest got into she she got staff from me I got staff from a client and uh, I went and got a shot and some medicine and I was fine and well hers her doctor didn't want to give her medicine didn't want to give her a shot didn't want to give her a topical treatment and it just kept spreading kept spreading and kept spreading and guys it was the most frustrating thing I've ever been through because here I am taking her to the doctor I took her to the doctor like four times and it's just not getting better and they're like oh you need to clean it oh you need to put this treatment on it and it was bad because it was on her chin it was on her chest it was on her belly it was on her leg so after uh, the last time I took her to the emergency clinic thinking that oh they're gonna help me but that nurse practitioner was such a oh she was horrible she was absolutely horrible um that I sat outside um and called the nurse hotline on the back of her card and the nurse said take her to the ER and what did the doctor at the ER do who was absolutely horrible but we'll get into that another time and day um within 15 minutes he says oh yeah she needs this and I can't remember if he gave her a shot or gave her gave her a shot or gave her medicine but cleared it right on up and unfortunately um my baby has three scars on her body from holding that for so long and they're not going away and it's so frustrating because I did everything I knew to do to help her and I was entrusting other people to help me help her and they failed me so from that so like I I really loved her doctor that she was going to but now I feel like I don't want to go to her anymore because she did not know what was right for my baby and that's scary because I don't have medical training to care for her when there when there's things above a fever so now I feel like I've been burned by doctors because they're not going to be able to to do everything for my child for my children and don't get me started on doctors at hospitals especially when the patient is older I when my Gigi passed away basically I had several doctors and nurse practitioners say oh she's this age she's lived a good life but they didn't want to fight to save her life because in our minds she was worth her being around for whether it was a year five years ten years from now was so worth it whatever that had to be done and they just didn't feel that way and that's something that I really had to pray and think about to try to let that go because you know I think people in the medical field or whatever field it is there's something in each field that you may feel this way about um for me in the field that I am social work it's being desensitized to the hard things that an old person may be like clutch their chest and say oh my gosh so when you hear things like rape 
and abuse and um, crimes and uh, unclean living situation. I think people in my field, they get desensitized to that. They think, you know, it's another situation where no matter if it's new or not, it's still traumatic. It still leaves scars. There's still um, trauma left behind. And I feel like for doctors, especially when working with the elderly, they've seen death. They have seen the healthiest person walk in and that person not leave on their own ever again. And they they think it's nothing. Or they see someone elderly and they say, oh, they lived a great life. However, they don't think about the people who love them and need them and care for them or um, things like that. And maybe they do, but it, the way that insurance and things at hospitals are ran, they don't, they're not allowed to give that time and care and appreciation to each family. Um, so... As you can see, I'm a little scorned by by doctors right now. And so, I don't know the balance of, of how to help the people I love when it comes to situations like that. So, I would love suggestions. I would love thoughts. I would love just your view on maybe how i can be a better parent and advocate for my family in situations like that i will say this i had a parent who i can really think of one major time in my life that's two major times in my life that advocated for me and it has made the world of difference in my life and probably would have changed the person i am today it most definitely would have And so I'm thankful for that. And I just want to make sure that I am showing up and voicing my opinions for those same things for my children. And so my youngest one, she has some developmental delays. Um, When we first got here, it will actually be a year in November. We had all different types of doctors involved. It was a constant doctor's appointment here doctor's appointment there um and when I'm going to these appointments and I'm asking questions it seems like my questions can never be answered and if anybody knows anything about the child protective system or social services um when a child is removed from a home it has become norm for the person receiving that child to not know about their background so over this span of a year I've learned so much about um, her parents, I honestly just met her parents two months ago, um, a little bit, I've gotten some insight in her health care, um, why things are happening the way they are, why they're not, what are some barriers to, to her growing, um, so she is 21 months and she's only 13 pounds, when we got her she was 9 pounds, and so, um, just, trying trial and error like trying to make things work she's been on three different formulas she got her tonsils and adenoids removed and when I tell you you guys that has made a world of difference this has made a world of difference um just uh just seeing her take in table food and wanting snacks and things like that and so 
I feel like I'm always I'm always in a doctor's appointment, first of all. I was in one on Monday um, regarding her little legs and um, maybe if she needs braces or things like that. And you know what's so frustrating is that a lot of those things are not really available in my town. So I have to travel elsewhere to meet these doctors. And um, literally, I can drive five hours to a doctor and I'm in the appointment for less than 30 minutes and have to drive all the way back home or like on Monday I was there for two hours I was supposed to see three three people I saw two and the other one was not even at work that day so it's just like once you're there actually making that time with that patient count and leaving the parents feeling more confident or more informed leaving as they did coming I think that's my biggest thing is when I go to a doctor's appointment, if you tell me I need to go to Kalamazoo, I'm going to go because it's for the betterment betterment of my child. But making sure that I feel, and I have a part in this, um, I feel informed. I feel knowledgeable. I feel that when I leave today, I have steps or a thought process of what I need to do to get us through the next however long it is to our next appointment and that's going to be pushing them to their next goal and a lot of times I leave those appointments and I don't feel that way and like I said I do take a part in that there's more questions that I can ask so that I have more answers so I know I can do more things but sometimes I don't even know where to begin and I think at the beginning of this process with my youngest one I didn't know where to begin I just knew that she was small I was told that she had a heart murmur, and that's completely not what the situation is. So, you know, it is just, it's been a whirlwind. Like, I, I we've been thrown into to this parenting situation without the, of course, the nine months of pregnancy and um, the newborn and things like that. So my oldest, when she came to us, she was 11 months, and when our youngest came to us she was 10 months and so it it has just been it's it's been different and especially for someone who wants to be hands-on who wants to be able to help and um make a change um man it, it, it is it is difficult. I will say that. Um, anywho. Um, well, I think this is going to be a short podcast until I find more to talk about. But I just wanted to check in. Guys, leave me your comments uh, on Twitter. We are the Salty South. You can always email us at saltysoutherners at gmail.com. And... Thank you so much for listening. Y'all have a great week. Bye-bye.